Welcome to the Northwest Boardroom Podcasting Network. In this episode, Northwest Boardroom President Gower D. Talley tells the story of the worst salesman in the world. My name is Gower Talley. Welcome to the Northwest Boardroom. I've told this story in multiple written forms recently, but I've received quite a few requests to share this with our podcast audience as well. You see, I had an interesting experience several months ago. I had the opportunity to meet the worst salesman in the world. I mean, he was right here in my office trying to sell me something. Now, he was not the most rude salesman. He didn't smell bad. He didn't use foul language. He did, however, make the worst, most unforgivable mistake in all of sales. He made it several times. He could not be talked out of it even when I tried to help him. Finally, I had to politely ask him to leave. I even came to this meeting interested in his product and I left our meeting wondering if there was someone else I could discuss it with. He could not have blown this sale more completely if he had come into the room with that as his intent. Now this is an absolutely true story. I am, however, going to fictionalize it ever so slightly. I have no desire to throw this poor guy under the bus, and if I was too explicit as to his product, I would potentially identify him. So, with an advance apology to my friends in the insurance industry, I am going to tell the story of the worst salesman in the world as a semi-fictional insurance sales guy. I was considering restructuring my business liability insurance. As luck would have it, somebody called asking about my business insurance the very day I started considering a change. And we made an appointment to talk in my office for the very next day. Well, the worst salesman in the world was about 15 minutes late. Now, he did call from the road to let me know he was going to be late, and that was okay, I guess. But I had an hour for this meeting, and it had now become 45 minutes. When he arrived, he made a few minutes of chit-chat about the pictures in my office, and he was off and running telling me all about his auto insurance. I, of course, had no interest in discussing auto insurance. I'm quite happy with my auto insurance. I was considering restructuring my business liability insurance, and I told him as much. His response? <laughs> yes, but if you're as smart as I think you are, you're going to want to learn about all the ways we can save you money, right? This guy's stock was going down rapidly in my book. I said, look, I just need to know this. And I asked him a simple, direct question about the product I had made the appointment to learn more about. He said, I'm a professional salesman. I'm not going to tell you about that yet. And then he smiled at me as if he had just said something very clever. This guy was now on borrowed time. He used that borrowed time to begin talking about his company's health insurance plans. I'm retired military and have medical coverage as a part of my retirement package. He was once again using up the oxygen in my office to lecture me on something I have absolutely no use for. His time was now officially up. I stood up, extended my hand, and said, Thank you for your time. Good afternoon, sir. He was genuinely shocked. Oh, well, well, I didn't have a chance to get finished. I said, sir, you didn't use your chance to get started. 
You've been talking at me for the last 45 minutes, and you haven't even brushed up against anything I am remotely interested in. I have been trying to steer this conversation toward things I might be interested in buying, and you have aggressively resisted my efforts to do so. If you're this unresponsive in an initial interview, I can only imagine what doing business with you would be like. Thank you. Good day. I stood and opened the door for him. And then he said something. He said something that summarized exactly what he had gotten wrong during this interview. I knew at that moment that I would give him five more minutes, and I knew at that moment that this was going to be a story I would tell many, many times in the future. With what almost looked like a tear in his eye, he said, I just wanted you to see all of our benefits before we got down to specifics. Aha! Bingo Eureka! This guy had made the classic mistake in all of sales, and I could only assume that he routinely made this same mistake. He confused the features of his product with benefits. He assumed that I would see value in everything that he saw value in. You see, a feature is, is, is intrinsic to the product, while a benefit is intrinsic to the customer. The fact that a car is red is a feature of the car. It's only a benefit to me if I like red. If I'm ambivalent as to the color of a car, then selling me on the redness of a car is at best a waste of time. If I hate red and love blue, then selling me on the redness of a car is counterproductive. To know what color I like, you have to... Wait for it. Here it comes. You ready? You have to ask me what color I'm interested in. This guy thought he was showing me benefits when he had not asked a single question to determine which of his features might be a benefit to me. He was trying to throw everything he had at me in rapid-fire succession, hoping that something stuck. It really didn't occur to him to ask me what I was interested in before he tried to sell me something. He had worn out his welcome long before he got around to anything I would have bought. So I told this guy, look, let me share something with you. Average salespeople sit in their car before a sales call and diligently rehearse what they're going to say. Great salespeople don't. Great salespeople sit in their car before a sales call and diligently rehearse what they're going to ask. We have been in this room for almost an hour and you have yet to ask me a substantive question as to what I need or might be interested in. Now, I told him that although we were done for the day, if he would email me with the direct answers to the specific questions he avoided during our meeting, then, then perhaps at some point we could continue. And he thanked me for the opportunity. However, so far today, he has not responded in any way, shape, or form. His final mistake, failing to follow up as agreed upon, has probably closed the door. So here is the moral to our story. Don't be 
this guy. Find out what your prospect needs and wants before you try to tell him or her what you have. You cannot possibly fill a prospect's needs or exceed their expectations if you do not know what those needs and expectations are. Ask before you tell. My name's Gower Talley with the Northwest Boardroom. Until next time. For more information on the Northwest Boardroom, please visit www.thenorthwestboardroom.com.